Hey everyone, and welcome to the GLB Wrestling Podcast. Uh, this is David Bunch. I'm going to give you another episode tonight. It's actually uh, midnight here, uh, uh, October 24th. And um, I was trying to put in a little bit of time here before uh, I went into bed. Uh, it's been a pretty busy day, and I'm glad to be getting back to this. I had a lot on my mind and a lot of things to talk about. Uh, I'm here where I'm broadcasting here from Dave's cave here in my house. Um, and, uh, just a lot of things that's been going on this week. Um, looking forward to the Tennessee Vols, um, taking on Alabama tomorrow, uh, here at three 30. I'm going to be watching that while I'm here. Um, it's going to be a tough game. If, uh, if the Vols don't make any mistakes, I think the, Maybe they'll be close to taking it because they've come close to some big names and uh, almost took the game. But if they can just keep it going the second half, uh, maybe it might be maybe it turn out might, might turn out pretty good. We will see though, and uh, I, I just hope they pull it out because that that'll be awesome. Uh, first time in twelve years we actually beat Alabama. It's a tough team, but anyway, that's my take on the the Tennessee Vols, my favorite. Um, uh, I got some great news this week, actually. I uh, found out, uh, well, y'all know my internet issues the past um, few months. Actually, since I've started this podcast, it's been bothering me. AT&T won't actually hook me up here because I, I lost my port spot, so they won't hook me back up. Uh, Comcast uh, was going to charge me $600 to run a line over here, which is kind of ridiculous. I mean, I rent my house. I'm not, I'm not going to be sitting there paying for a pole to go so I had a um, epiphany uh, I actually did this at the church I worked at trying to get a Comcast business internet uh, it's much faster uh, much better people to work with um, when I worked at the church they were actually going to charge us $800 and I ended up getting email addresses from all of the corporate execs uh and uh, I emailed all of them, and they got on the ball and took care of that fee and and hooked the church up with the Internet because we were going to use it for live streaming. It's a very, very reliable and fast Internet. So I thought, I've got my my business here, uh, DB Online Media. Uh, I, I'm, I work from my home. It's my home business, so I'm going to apply for a Comcast business. And... Uh, I suggest everybody that has to deal with Comcast deal with these people. It's, you're going to pay a little bit more for the Internet, maybe even double, but you're talking about some high-speed Internet. Uh, but they came down, and the contractor came down and take a look at it, and um, I got an email from my rep that I've been working with, and uh, the cost for installation to run a line down here is over 4000 about $4,500. And they said Comcast will take care of it all, which is amazing. So I'm going to have internet here hopefully in the next 60 days. Uh, I know that is a long time, but at least I've got something. I can get the network back. I'm so excited about that. I've been so bummed about it. It's been it's been worse than when Friends ended in 2003. It's, I mean, I, I need my WWE network. Uh, so... As soon as that gets hooked up, that's probably all we're going to be watching. I, I mean, I can probably cancel my uh, DirecTV uh, subscription for about a month <laughs> because that's all we're going to be watching is the WWE Network. So that's exciting news. And actually, when I do these podcasts, I won't have to wait until Monday 
to upload them from work. Uh, I will be uploading them right instantly. I might even be live streaming some of them too. Um, so that'll be fun to do. We've got a lot of talk about talk about this week. I uh, haven't done a podcast in a couple weeks, so we're going to talk about Hell in a Cell, uh, give uh, some predictions and what I think might happen, what I think should happen um, this coming Sunday. Actually, in a couple days, I won't get to watch it, but I will read about it on the internet. And um, we're going to talk about Raw and SmackDown this past week. We're going to uh, talk about the Superstar of the Week I've been thinking about this week. Uh, the new segment called Wrestling Rant. I'm going to rant about something that's been bothering me about wrestling, but uh, something, yeah, it's just on the table this week. And um, WWE 2K16 comes out here in the next week or so, and I'm excited about that. Hopefully I'll get a chance to get it or rent it and check it out and um, because I, I would really love to do that. So we're going to go into the Raw. It's a pretty good Raw episode. Uh, I knew some special guests were coming up, some legends, and it was uh, really cool to open up the show with Steve Austin. I thought that was awesome. It's the first time in four years he's been on Raw, and that was actually fun to watch. You know, um, I love when Steve Austin comes. He's one of my favorites of all time. Uh, I just uh, wish that he would do some kind of a a little bit more instead of introducing people or hyping up the crowd a little bit. I uh, wish he'd uh, put in some kind of a short storyline for that week or something, but that was really fun to see. Uh, Undertaker came out and Brock Lesnar came out. Um, we had Ric Flair announce Roman Reigns as being uh, Dean Ambrose's partner. Uh, I really enjoyed seeing Shawn Michaels. He was one of my favorites, too. And uh, he came out, and uh, it was really cool to see Seth Rollins um, come out and interrupt his promo. And, man, they had it, – it was – what they talked about was perfect. I mean, uh, talking – because I always said that uh, Seth Rollins was the second Shawn Michaels. He's just like him. If you go back in time and look at their stories and their uh, – just their uh, charisma, it's, it's, it's about the same – and Shawn Michaels, uh, I like what he said in there. You know, when he was there, he wasn't trying to be a second to anybody. And I think that's how they need to perceive things these days. Uh, and we'll talk about that more in the wrestling rant. So you know kind of exactly what I'm going to rant about today is uh, how the business is uh, compared to the way it used to be. But we'll go into that. The Divas match was a pretty good match. It was so-so. Um I think they're get, bringing themselves into a new storyline uh, with uh, Paige uh, trying to get back with her old teammates. Um, it was really neat to see backstage uh, with Renee Young and Paige, uh, her accusing Paige of the one that was uh, attacking Natalia. Renee Young, I've seen, and uh, in, actually in SmackDown too, I've I seen that she's actually taken a new role and even, um, I don't know, just really hard reporting and accusing people and, and just kind of being really tough. And I really like to see that. I really, I really like Renee Young and her role in the business. Uh, really good segment with uh, Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt. You never, you rarely see that anymore. Well, they sat the two chairs there and they sat front face to face. Um, Bray Wyatt was taking a little bit of um, 
uh, bulliness, uh, I guess you could say, from Roman Reigns, and I'm surprised that they let that happen. But that was really cool to see. It really showed uh, Roman Reigns to be a little bit tough, and that was a, I, I thought it was a pretty good setting, and I think they did pretty well with that. I want to talk about the Wyatts, though. Um, it was really interesting with this whole segment. Um, at, at the beginning of the show, they said that um, Randy Orton was uh, attacked by the Wyatts or something like that, and they're, I think they were really kind of last-minute storyline and uh, writing things down or something because it, it first was, a, if I'm mistaken, it was um, Dean Ambrose versus Strawman and... Um, Luke Harper or something like that. I don't. I thought it was like a handicap match. Then Roman Reigns got in the business, and then it ended up being. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not for sure. But I want to know what was going on with the Wyatt family. For one, Luke Harper does not show up. They give no explanation why. And Eric Rowan was there. And I hate how they did not say anything about it. They did not. They did not put no storyline into it. Hey, Eric Rowan's back. They, it was a. The announcers were saying, you know, uh, can, do you see who that is? Oh my gosh! And there was nothing brought to it. They could have had somebody like Ambrose, you know, ask what was going on, why Luke Harper wasn't there. It was just like they were insulting people's intelligence. Like, oh. Um, just throw the guy out with the sheep mask. Um, I just thought that was weird. They could have done something with that. Uh, it was just very strange. And uh, the very end of Raw, which was pretty fun to watch, everybody calling it the Shield reunion. It was funny. Uh, I didn't see it actually being a kind of reunion, of course, because Seth Rollins is a heel. He's the top heel of the con uh, company, and... It, it wouldn't have worked out that way. He wants things done his way, and um, it was really fun to see. It was fun to see when they first started in the match, and Seth Rollins was standing behind, and then they all started. Uh, it looked like they were teaming together a little bit, but Seth Rollins had to put his attitude in front of everybody again, saying, follow me. And But it was really fun to watch. I knew uh, when Ambrose was going for the tag for Seth Rollins, I seen that coming. Him, uh, fake, uh, Seth Rollins uh, faking an injury and walking to the back. I, I really like how they're doing these uh, different things and not like a cliffhangers. It's actually they're ending Raw with matches. And uh, and I'll talk more about more of this in the wrestling rant, but you can actually tell because the rumor is that Vince McMahon is taking the seat for uh, Raw a little bit more these days since the ratings have been down. You can actually kind of tell that things have been uh, mixed up in the back, uh, that they're pushing a little bit more of a matches to actually end Raw. But that was Raw, and we're going to go right into SmackDown. SmackDown was actually a pretty good SmackDown. Um, I don't know what they're doing different now. I guess it is because it's uh, going into Hell in a Cell. Uh, SmackDown was a pretty good episode. And the thing that actually um, made it good for me, I'm actually going to say this, is it was a great Divas match. I was impressed. I was impressed with the promos. 
I was impressed with the storyline they're working into, with Paige trying to get back into the mix of things again. Um, I was I was really impressed with the actual wrestling match itself between uh, uh, Nikki Bella and Paige. It was awesome. It was really awesome. I mean, I I, I can't say anything more about it besides it was awesome. And their the promos and their acting skills, I guess, are getting a little bit better. I like how uh, Nikki Bella called uh, Paige. What was that? Uh, uh, Baby Beetlejuice. I thought that was pretty funny. But uh, not much else exciting too much about SmackDown, but I thought that was pretty cool. I'm actually going to go into Hell in a Cell and give you my uh, predictions on everything and what I think might happen and what could happen and what should happen. Um, I'm going to start off, uh, there's probably about, se- I think there's seven matches, and I think two of the, two of those are actually going to be in the cell. And I hate how they call pay-per-view Hell in a Cell and only one or two matches are in the cell. But that's how it goes. You know, it used to be just a match. Now it's called it's a pay-per-view these days. And we'll start it out with the uh, Divas Championship match with Charlotte and Nikki Bella. Uh, them two, I haven't seen them wrestle in a while towards each other since uh, the last pay-per-view. So it's going to be actually fun to see that coming into. But actually, you, this is my pick right here. I mean, I believe Charlotte's going to take it. Unless they do some kind of silly thing with the storyline and actually um, put Paige in the middle of it and uh, cause uh, Charlotte the match. I just don't see uh, Charlotte losing it this early. And then we got the uh, Intercontinental title match with uh, Ryback against Owens. Uh, Ryback and Kevin Owens. Uh, This has been a fun uh, back and forth the past few weeks. Ryback's a tough dude. Uh, Kevin Owens is one of my favorites. Uh, I like how he plays off things, and he's a great heel. Uh, I really just think that Kevin Owens is going to take it again. I don't see Ryback getting it back this soon, but I could be wrong. Then we got the tag team championship match again, uh, the same team. We got New Day and the Dudleys. Uh, I really don't see Dudleys actually taking this. I'm sorry, guys, but they are. I, I do like the Dudleys, but I do like New Day too. I think they're really uh, riding them in the show really well. Um, they're hilarious, and they can actually back up their hilariousness uh, with actually really good matches. And I think you can see that in the past couple weeks of uh, the ending of Raw and SmackDowns, how they're really overpowering a lot of the talent i mean top talent too and and uh i think they're the the new day uh the the new day is actually working uh you can it was embarrassing at the very beginning of the creation um but creatively it's it's working now it's popping and i think that has a lot to do with actually um xavier woods Uh, he's really good talent as far as charisma and in the matches too but it, I, I just see New Day actually coming out on top on this one. And then we got uh, Roman Reigns versus Bray Wyatt in the cage, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's, I read that online. It should be in the cage. 
this is a battle that's been going on for months and months and months. Um, these guys really work well together. The the ending of Raw a couple weeks ago really uh, it it really engraved what how what kind of matches they can have, and I really thought that was awesome a couple weeks ago. Um, this should be the last uh, match of those for a while, and then we're going to go somewhere else with them both. It looks like uh, uh, I just see Roman Reigns coming up with it. I just think Roman Reigns should actually take this because if they're going to push him a little bit further, um, then he needs to come on top of this and go over on it. And then we got the uh, open challenge. This is this is actually pretty interesting for a pay-per-view match. Uh, John Cena's uh, U.S. title open challenge. Um, and I, I've been racking my brain on this all week since they've announced it. I don't know who they can put in for us because here's the thing. After Hell in the Cell, John Cena's going to take some time off, actually, for personal reasons, what I read. And he won't be back until probably after Christmas. So I am thinking that they are going to take the belt off of him and put it on this, uh, this challenger uh, this Sunday. And I cannot, I rack my brain, I cannot figure out who it is. It could be possibly be a member of New Day uh, because they've been uh, going on a little bit. Uh, but somebody's got to take the title from him if he's going to be out for that long. Um, I'm going to read it. I mean, I don't know. I guess I'll just find out tomorrow figure out who it's going to be. Uh, I don't see an NXT star coming up, which I think would be really cool. Um, I don't get to follow NXT that much anymore without the network yet. I watched it before I lost it, but um, uh, I can't even remember the guy's name. Um, one of the newer guys from NXT, I, 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 I kind of want him to be pushed to the roster. I can't even think of his name. Anyway, that's kind of embarrassing right on here on the podcast, but I'll think of it sometime. But I, I believe John Cena is going to lose this on this on this on this challenge. Then we got the WWE World Heavyweight Championship match between Demon Kane and Seth Rollins. I don't see Kane coming through with this. Um, if Kane loses, then uh, Corporate Kane loses his job. I think it's time for him to be cut out of the storyline on as far as the backstage things. I think he needs to keep the Demon Kane's um, stuff going on for a while. Uh, it would be cool to see, and it would be interesting if that happens, if Kane actually takes this title and where they're going to go on to it from next. But I'm thinking, you know, next month we got Survivor Series. That's a big, big pay-per-view. I don't see uh, Rollins losing it. I think he's uh, – that's going to be a, a – I think – um, Survivor Series is actually going to be a, a top match as far as the title goes. So uh, I actually just see Seth Rollins taking it. I I am really enjoying Seth Rollins. I think he's a great talent. I think he's a great heel. Uh, I think they have the right person as the face of the company. And, well, I could say at the face of the company, but uh, we'll talk about more of that on the rant. Um, but Seth Rollins is great. I, I think he's great in-ring talent, promo talent, uh, just charisma and everything. I think he's great. 
then it comes to the Lesnar Undertaker, Brock Lesnar versus the Undertaker. Last time for this here in the cell, uh, that is going to be a tremendous match. Um, I almost don't know who to pick for this thing because I can see it going either way. Uh, there might be another flop, um, fl uh, flop finish with it again. Uh, is Sam Roberts podcast calls it the ref gate uh, could be be thrown into that where the referee just messes up again. Uh, but I'm going to go for one of my favorite wrestlers uh, at this time right now. The Beast Incarnate, Brock Lesnar. I don't know actually uh, in his contract where he's going to be booked after this. I'm sure he'll probably have some time out before. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know if we actually see him again till the Rumble. Uh, but we'll see how that turns out. But I, 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 if I pick anybody, I guess it'd be Brock Lesnar. So. Anyway, we're going to go into the Superstar of the Week. That's actually, that, that's the end of the Hell in a Cell. That's the actual matches there. Um, I can't wait to see it. Um, I'll probably see it way after it's done, but I'll read about the finishes and, and then go from there. But we're going to the Superstar of the Week. Superstar of the week. I've thought about this all week. Somebody that's um, shown a little bit more, a uh, little bit more charisma, a little bit more talent, um, and kind of rose above uh, the rest of the people. It's on a daily, on a weekly basis. And here's who it's going to go to this week. That's right, it's Dean Ambrose. I'm a huge Dean Ambrose fan and have been uh, since The Shield broke up, actually. I didn't get really care for him too much when The Shield was going on. I don't know why. Um, he, With his hair and slicked, he, he always reminded me of that, um, the guy off uh, the Green Mile, the insane one. <laughs> I know that sounds silly, but that's who I always thought of when he was in The Shield. But Dean Ambrose, one of my favorites. Um, for one thing, when, when his music hits, the crowd pops like crazy, and that's no matter what city he's in. And the promos are awesome. They're hilarious. I mean, he's he's really good. But, you know, with those thing, two things aside, his in-ring work is is tremendous. Uh, he act, he works holds. He's a, he's a wrestler, and he, he does crazy outlandish things that you don't see from other wrestlers. And, you know, I was actually watching the, I think it was the SmackDown that was in Cincinnati, his hometown, and how he performed on that was just amazing. Uh, and actually, I was watching um, the Table for Three segment off the WWE Network, and uh, it's really cool to hear the backstage insight from him it was him and Cesaro and Kevin Owens. If if you have the network, you have to go watch that. That's actually a really good episode. Um, but I just enjoy hearing him. I just enjoy, I enjoy Dean Ambrose. 
And I don't see why the company's not picking up on that. For one thing, Hell in a Cell is t- uh, Sunday. He's not even booked. Why is that? He has more crowd pops than a lot of people on that lineup. And he's not in it. He's he's not in these pay-per-views in the past couple of pay-per-views. And I'm not understanding why. I'm not understanding why they would take him. I can't even remember what the pay-per-view was with him and Seth Rollins. Um, I think it was last year, Hell in a Cell or something. And uh, he had a chance for the title. And um, it just... It just went down from there, and, they, and he didn't get another chance again. He he should be up for the title. He should be one of these uh, top-running people because he he deserves it. He's proven it, and the crowd is loving him for it, too. Uh, I don't see what's going on with that. But, but that is the Superstar of the Week, Dean Ambrose. Have you ever looked up a business online to find out about their phone number or hours or the services they offer just to find out they don't have a website? Or do you yourself have a business or idea that you want people to know about? Let me put it this way. Everybody needs a website. With DB Online Media, it is very easy to have a website up and running as soon as one week and at a very low cost. Here's how it works. Email DB Online Media with what you want the design to look like. It's just $150 for the design and as low as $6 a month to host. I dare anyone to find a better deal than that. Get the word out there. Make yourself noticeable. Go to dbonlinemedia.moonfruit.com. That is dbonlinemedia.moonfruit.com. Let me say it again. dbonlinemedia.moonfruit.com. Now I'm going to go into the new segment I've been kind of playing around with. Uh, last week was, or the last episode was the first um, one. Uh, it's called Wrestling Rant. It's something that just kind of, I, I mean, I, I, I'm going to put a disclaimer on this. I love WWE wrestling. I love everything about it. I've loved it since I was a kid. I don't ever complain about anything as far as what they do is entertainment for anybody else. But there are some kind of complaints that I usually have. Uh, especially if you kind of think about going back towards uh, the Attitude Era in the 90s. And a lot of things that they're missing today that they had then, and it actually worked. I know it was a different era as far as PG-13 compared to whatever it was rated then. But they're missing some important key things that I think crowds can get into and um, just the way the business going is going. I know that WWE is actually a shared um, stock. Uh, you got a lot of big heads um, putting in their input, and I, I I really hate that. I mean, it's a good business uh, venture that way, but I really hate that because it used to be just um, Vince McMahon and his team actually doing these things, uh, and I I don't think that Vince McMahon is getting out of touch with things, uh, maybe possibly a little bit, but there's, I mean, from what I hear, there's tons of writers, and they all kind of play off of each other instead of just a little group of writers. But my wrestling rant for this week, and, and, it's, an, and it's been actually realized through the Sam Roberts uh, Wrestling Podcast. I listen to it a lot. I encourage everybody to go and listen to this each week. Uh, I think it comes out on Tuesday or Wednesdays. Uh, but the um, 
uh, I, and I talked about last uh, the last podcast about Roman Reigns, but about uh, talent not being able to step at, step into their game and 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 being who they really are and creating their own character through themselves and taking risks and um, just stepping up to the plate. And I think a lot of it is job security. Back then, people would be pissed off and say, "Hey, I'm going to go to WCW. They're, oh, you know, they're offering me a lot more money. Uh, there's not a lot of competition. I mean, where are you going to go, TNA or something?" That so I think a lot of times that the big wigs are actually molding these characters in the way they want them to look, and instead of um, you know, these talent actually just proving themselves. Roman Reigns is the biggest example of that. Uh, I think he can. Um, I think he can be his own character, build his own character. He doesn't have to be the big, smiling uh, John Cena number two, and I think that's how they're trying to prove. They're trying to push him to be, but he's just not like that. I, I don't see him like that, and I really want to like Roman Reigns a lot and I do but not to where they want me to like them um, Roman Reigns can actually be his own character be a tough guy uh, do his own thing say his own stuff um, but I think that they're the top people in the company are really molding these characters out to be the way they think that they um, they should look uh, and it's just not going to work uh, you can't, you can't polish a turd, <laughs> but these guys aren't turds. Uh, you know what I mean? It, it's really hard to explain in words, but y you can't make something out to be what they're not going to be. Uh, I mean, go back to the eighties and nineties. Um, I mean, they had new talent in the nineties coming out in about 94, 95, and, uh, they just kind of pushed themselves. Steve Austin is a great example of that. I mean, they had him as the ringmaster. I remember that when that was going on. Uh, he hated it, but he he went along with the punches, and he said, you know, this is what I've got here, and he came up with his own name and his own persona, and it worked. It popped. Um, they had Rocky Mavia. I mean, that, that was something that was corporately polished, and then it ended up being The Rock. Uh, these people... And Shawn Michaels made a good point on that, even on Raw, that uh, when he was in the business, he was never, con he never tried to be second of anybody, and he really wasn't. He made it; he was his own character, and I think that's a, what a lot of people are trying to be. Because you'll see it these days, with even br bringing Brock Lesnar back all the time, or, or even Monday, just bringing Stone Cold uh, and Shawn Michaels come back to to hype people up. If you're pulling talent from the old days to get pops these days, you, the business is going in the wrong direction. You've got so many top talents in the company that can be worked with but then sent out on their own. Uh, I mean, you got people like Dean Ambrose and Cesaro and Kevin Owens. I mean, these guys are, these guys are those type of people from the 90s. If they would just be set loose and set free, um, I mean, I had a revelation. If you're always uh, going back to in your mind and thinking, "Oh, I wish these days would be," I, I wish I can go back to these days and 
and and see this again and because uh, my big thing was the Tennessee Volunteers. I mean, uh, we're we're not the winning team like we used to be. If I could go back in time to the nineties when they won a lot and they had only one or two lost records in each year. I mean, if you're always going back to thinking that way, you're not moving in the right direction. And I think WWE should actually, you know, think about that. If you're having to pull talent that are legends to uh, to draw crowds, you're not going in the right direction. Brock Lesnar is one of my favorites. Uh, I love seeing him there. He's an older talent. Um, it's working for him a little bit, but and he's back into the company. But they're, again, they're pulling from old talent. Uh, that that's just my rant for this week. Uh, tell me what you think about it. Um, you can actually email me at dlbpodcast at com. Uh, let me try that again. At dlbpodcast at gmail dot com. You can uh, you can email me that way, or you can tweet to me at dlbpodcast, or actually at DLB Wrestling Pod. Uh, but that's my rant for this week. I really want to encourage, uh, I was talking about Sam Roberts wrestling podcast. I really want to encourage everybody to go into iTunes or, uh, SoundCloud or any, or actually podcast one to go and listen to some of these great podcasts. Again, I do this as a hobby. I understand that I only get probably about one or two, uh, listens a week. That's not bothering me because this is my hobby. This is something I have fun with. Um, I'm not in this for competition because I will gladly plug all of these things I listen to. Uh, what I do is actually download these podcast episodes onto my iPod and uh, put it in my car. And that's what I listen to on the way to work and the way back. I have a 30-minute drive from work, and it's, and it's great just to listen to that. And I actually concentrate on the road more because I'm concentrating on what they're saying instead of just uh, ambient music in the background. Um, other podcasts, I mean, I, I mentioned the Sam Re- uh, Sam Roberts Wrestling Podcast. It's been one of my favorite this past few weeks. Uh, they had some great podcasts. I listened to the Roman Reigns interview on the way back from work yesterday. Uh, they have a really great segment, um, The State of Wrestling. Uh, it's really great, and that's where I, that's where I learned a lot of these things that it's just kind of out in front of my face, but I never really realized a lot of things. And I hope one day on this podcast I'll have somebody to talk to because that's the greatest. That's the great thing is actually debating and getting other people's perspectives. Um, Sam Roberts is one of them. I listen um, to this uh, Steve Austin podcast a lot. You got uh, Talk is Jericho. Um, Rick Flair, Woo Nation, that's a good one right there. I know, I know I'm leaving some out that I listen to. Um, Colt Cabana's uh, Art of Wrestling, uh, he has a lot of people from Ring of Honor and a lot of the indies and everything, but every now and then he'll have a, a showcase of a WWE superstar or something, and that's a really good podcast to listen to. That's probably the longest uh, running one right there. Um, but certain, actually, episodes, I encourage everybody to actually go to... Um, listen to the interview with Eric Bischoff and uh, Ric Flair, Woo Nation. You've got to download that. Listen to both parts. It's really good insight on the Monday Night Wars and what was going on. 
really interesting stuff, stuff I never even heard of, and it's really, really cool to listen to that. <clears throat> and again, I was talking about the Sam Roberts podcast. Roman Reigns interview was a really good one. Um, another one that stuck out on uh, in my mind is a Steve Austin podcast. Uh, both parts of Scott Hall's interview. Uh, I was never a huge fan of Scott Hall or Razor Ramon, but man, he's got some really good stories and and the the psychology of the wrestling that the, those guys, those type of guys have is really interesting to watch or listen to. But anyway, those are the other podcasts. I have a list of some of them on my website. You could check it out. Speaking of website, you can actually check it out at dlbpodcast.moonfruit.com. That's that's just a free website I have for now until I actually just get a get it branded with just a dot com. dlbpodcast.moonfruit.com. You can download this uh, podcast here on iTunes and SoundCloud. Actually, upload it to SoundCloud and it goes to iTunes. Uh, follow me on Twitter at DLB Let me try this again. At DLB Wrestling Pod. I had to change it if you heard from last week's episode because um, a lot of people just doesn't realize it's a wrestling podcast unless I put that in there. So at Twitter at DLB Wrestling Pod, and that's the same way on Facebook. Again, go to my website, check me out. Uh, you can actually watch some of these. I actually um, upload some of the webcam videos on there. Please, guys, share this with some other wrestling fans. See if they like it. Uh, if you don't like it, that's fine. Again, I do this as a hobby, but I sure do appreciate any kind of support. Uh, you can donate on my website. You can actually just share this on your Facebook page with other people. Uh, I just want to get my opinion out there, and, and and I encourage everybody to make their own little podcast. It would be actually fun to – it's actually fun to do. But anyway, that is it for this episode. I thank everybody for listening to it, uh, those that do. And, again, if you want to hit me up on anything I've said, I told you where you can go to. And I will see you all next – hopefully next week. I'll try to get some time to do this. Until then, I'm out. Thanks.